looks like something's making a comeback. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. It's the Walkman. So the Sony Walkman is coming back. And no, it doesn't play cassettes. And no, it doesn't play CDs. It's actually going to stream. So I guess my whole thing is, why, when you have a phone... Would you want to get an extra piece of So tech? this is not an app. This is an, an actual Sony Walkman device that's device. going to stream yes. services yeah. for you. Yes. So, uh -huh. you you know, then you have to put apps on it, I guess, is how it's going to work. But it's pricey. It's like $350 for the base model. And then it can go up to like 800 There are some models that are over $7,000. Will it be more than just a, a streaming music device you can like uh, i think pair it with your phone and things like what? that it's just it's odd why it's weird i and mean maybe you can make a call with it is, is it a phone it's not a phone no but i don't know can like, you check why? your your instagram on i don't think so no do a snap i think it's just for streaming what about your tiktok no i don't think so don't, okay i don't check that anyway but yeah she doesn't check that anyway <laughs> but here i all i'm thinking is okay so now we have our AirPods or earbuds, yeah. and then we've got our phone, and now we're going to have this other thing. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to have to have a Batman utility belt to carry all the things and all the devices. You're listening to Robin Liz in the morning on his radio. So anybody who's a Clemson fan and been following Trevor Lawrence since he's been in Jacksonville was like, oh, they won mm -hmm. this past weekend. So there's there's hope that Trevor and the Jacksonville Jaguars could go to the Super Bowl. But here's the thing that have people talking. It's where Trevor celebrated the win over the weekend. Yeah, from what I understand, it was a big, huge comeback. I don't watch football, but I hear they were down like nothing. They had oh, no score yeah, at all. They won by a point. Oh, is that what they did? 31-30. But it was way down at one point. Oh, yeah. They were negative 500. <laughs> is that how football that works? That was quite the comeback. Okay. But here's the thing. Here's where he celebrated. He celebrated that victory at a very unique place that you wouldn't think, hey, let's go celebrate. It was the Waffle House. <laughs> the Waffle House. Was it? I wonder if it was a, because I don't know, again, I don't watch football, was it a late night game? Because maybe that, and I'm not saying you shouldn't go to Waffle House, I'm just saying there's going to be fewer places maybe open after the game. Uh, very good point. Maybe, but, you know, I yeah. bet he likes his, what do they have at Waffle House? Like Eggs and waffles. <laughs> Just in case you did not know. <laughs> You're listening to Robin Liz in the morning on his radio. Evidently, some people are excited about kettle corn peeps. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. I had no idea how she felt about <sighs> kettle corn peeps. Well, peeps in general, that is not my thing. And it's like coming out now, right? Because that's supposed to be close to Easter because peeps are bunnies. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, sure. Valentine's stuff has been on sale for months and months. So so now yeah. this is a Valentine's thing? No, Well, they do have Valentine's peeps. So are they bunnies? Not the Valentine's peeps. They are hearts? hearts. I had no idea. But they just put everything, you know, they push everything on us so quickly. But at the same time, so they not only have kettle corn, they have Dr. Pepper. Ooh. And they have Mike and Ike. Okay, I'm going to say. What is Mike and Ike? Those jelly thing oh what are they i don't even know mm, what they are but they're they're yummy okay whatever like, whatever they are they're yummy yeah, that's very nice I, I like mike and ike's but i peeps no any i don't care what the flavor is i don't i don't care if you have pizza peeps i don't want any part of is it is it the texture 
It's the texture, and I like marshmallows. I, I don't know. Ugh. I can't even yeah, talk about it anymore. Yeah, it's kind of a rough, sparkly stuff that's all over it. Well, that's too. sugar. They call that sugar. Oh, they call that sugar. Oh. <laughs> You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Liz was just mentioning that there's all these different flavors now that are newer for peeps. Like, did you say Dr. Pepper? Dr. Pepper. The Goodness Bar or something like that. Uh, kettle Corn. Kettle Corn. And then Mike and Ike. Which I can't believe. Rob has never had no. a Mike and I. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Oh, they're delicious. I'll have to bring some in for you. But no, thank you. But I don't want any of these flavors of Peeps. I don't even care. Susan in Greenwood. She texted and she said, "Peeps were actually little chicks to begin with." She's given us kind of a history of why they're called Peeps. Um, she says because little chicks peep, and then later they added the bunnies and the hearts. You're right for Valentine's Day. I remember Day. that now, Susan. Yeah. I think I remember. there's gingerbread men at at Christmas. Christmas there and, is? Yeah, and they're gingerbread flavored. Oh, that doesn't sound Not good. at all. It's his radio, 800-447-7234. Okay, peeps for you, Ashley. When I was in college, I had a roommate that would leave the peeps out for two or three days and then eat them hard. Oh, that's that's interesting. What do they even yes. taste like when they're in that condition? Um, It kind of reminded me of a warm ice cube. <laughs> <laughs> ice cube. What a, that is such a great description. It just wasn't very tasty, but she would get them at Easter, and then she'd come back to college with us, and she'd have four or five packages laid out, and she'd finish one, and then you'd have to open another one to get it ready for a couple days. So she left them out in the college dorm, and so they soaked up all of that taste. Ew. Oh. Yes, yeah. I know. You're listening to Robin Liz in the morning on his radio. So, Damar Hamlin, you probably remember the whole thing that happened. What was it? Over a week ago mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. when he he just fell down on the field and had a cardiac arrest, and all, and, and and then all of a sudden, in the middle of the field, here's everybody in that game and all the team members kneeling and praying and you hear ESPN one of the announcers there saying I don't know if this is appropriate or not but I feel like praying and then he prayed and so Josh Allen who's who's a quarterback said now I'm going around telling my teammates God's real mm-hmm. God is real he said I had a spiritual awakening and now I'm just I'm just living for Jesus out loud where it was just kind of in the background. And he said, you know, throughout most of my life, I've kind of gone to church and then I hadn't gone to church. And so I was kind of lukewarm on the whole thing. And he said, after seeing everything that happened, people in the stands that were praying, not just his own team, the Bills, but the Bengals, you know, their team, they were also on the field. People with arms outstretched around, you know, the other teammates' shoulders, people hugging, crying praying for this young man who is making uh, a wonderful, miraculous recovery right now. And he's like Josh Allen, the quarterback that we're talking about, who had the spiritual awakening, he said, through all of this. It's like, you know what? It's okay. I can stand up for Jesus, and it's okay. Because there seems to be so many who are fearful, you Mm -hmm. know? And keep it in the background and maybe just live their life like Jesus is in the background and not the very center of what our life should really be. Right. But he saw everything play out firsthand on that field. He saw God working. And I can only imagine being on the field and the presence of God that they felt. And I think it it probably not only awakened Josh Allen, but many, many other people, not just on the field and in that stand, but watching. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. So they're saying that there are useless college degrees. Really? You know, I don't 
don't think anytime you um, educate yourself, I don't think it's useless. However, I really don't want to share part of it with our room with our morning show producers well here let me tell let me share a couple with you one says acting or theater arts film they say is useless anthropology that sounds big psychology interior design and marketing are all on the list they are and so is communications (laughs) and i think that's what part of our uh, morning show producers that's what they their degree is in okay ninja is that correct I would agree with that statement. Jake oh. does too. <laughs> but they have that degree, so I don't. I don't know. I don't necessarily. Okay, agree so with tell me why we, you, we opened up the can of orange. Yeah. So might as well. So why? Because in this atmosphere, I shall say, it is more valuable to have the experience than the paperwork. If that makes sense. That it is a correct statement. Makes total sense. I think you learn a lot more hands-on, but um, I think it's nice to have that. So, do you see that to be true? Hands-on more than in the college room? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Really? You learn yes, for sure. Experiencing things. The paper just gets you the job, but it's about the experience. I will agree with that. It helps you get that foot in the door, and then that the real learning is is. Hands on deck. Hmm. I agree with that. I will say I wanted an uh, art and theater degree. Yeah. And my dad talked me out of it. Talked you out of it? Yeah. He was like, what are you going to use that in? I'm like, well, the theater. Liz, my mom said the same thing. See? About what you're doing now? No, no. About theater. Theater. Yes, I wanted a degree, I think, in theater the first time I ever started college. And then my parents were like, no. Yeah, no. No. Well, I'll tell you where it helps what? when it comes in communications where theater helps is voiceover work. Oh, sure. Oh, and yeah. Think, it does. And and in being on the air, it helps. Yeah. If you can get a dual degree or at least be in community theater and that kind of thing. Or a minor. Abso- right, right. Absolutely helps. I, I, and I believe if you go and get any kind of education, it's, it's, wor- it's, it's worth it. It really is. Not worthless, but worth it. I think so, too. Anytime you're getting that education, you're expanding your mind. Absolutely. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Last week was a huge celebration. Amandi turned a year old. And while that's a big deal anyway, this was even bigger. See, Amandi was born a year ago, and he only weighed one pound, five ounces. That's a preemie. That is. They call it a micro preemie. So tiny? Yeah. So he was basically fit in the palm of your hand. Wow. And so he had a long road ahead of him. Uh, Parents prayed through it all. Community came together and were praying through it all. Um, And so he continued to thrive. He was in the hospital for like 155 days. When he finally left, okay, because that's like half a year, right? When he finally left, like all the staff at the hospital lined the the hallways and just cheered he and his parents out oh that's beautiful that just happened it just happened his birthday so he got out of the hospital oh he just turned a year he just turned a year and every milestone that he makes is so much bigger than even like my own grandkids you know when they turn a year old well that's still a celebration for this little guy he was given a 10 percent chance to live, to survive, uh, and, and overcome. He was born at 23 weeks. Do you have any idea how big he is now? Don't know how much he weighs now, but to me, and looking at the pictures of him as a year old, he does. He looks a little smaller, 
Like a newborn. Yeah. Well, okay. he's a little bigger than a newborn, but I would say he looks more like a nine-month-old. So I think he's making strides. He's That's gaining. Good. He's gaining on well, it. Well, the doctors and nurses and everybody who cared for him, I mean, it sounds like they really paid special attention. Oh, they did. I mean, he was in the NICU for all that time. and 150-some-odd days? Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. His mom continued to work, but her um, employer allowed her to work at home so that at the drop of a hat... She she could take a call. She could go check on him. And, of course, she spent hours, and so did Dad, you know, hours and hours. That's a great day. workplace. They value like that. Exactly. To help her walk through that journey. You know, they were part of that journey, and uh, they need to be proud of their part in that as well. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the Morning. On his radio. Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. Well, according to the Department of Energy, they say it's going to save you a little money. Actually, a lot of money. It could be up to 10% if you, in the winter, keep your thermostat at 68 degrees. Okay. I don't think that's bad. I really don't. 68 degrees, that's I fine. can handle that because I, I like it that. chilly. We have our set at 66 constantly. You do? Yeah. Year round? Year round. Good for you. Year round. I know. Could you talk to my wife? She <laughs> likes it at 78. Oh, my I know. God. I would not be able to breathe. It's like the, no, it's like the jungle at 78 degrees. Like she, a thunderstorm is coming. She caught on to me. What did you do? Because when we got a new air conditioner, mm. they upgraded us and then put in those thermostats that you can schedule with an app. Oh, yeah. So I would schedule in the middle of the night for it to crank down a little bit because I sleep better when it's cooler. Oh, well, okay. Listen to this. She's on to me. You know, I mean, I get it. If if she's at home for a while, she can pop it up a little bit. But before you get there or, you know, before you go to sleep, maybe you take it down a notch and just add some oh, I, I scheduled it. And she figured out I scheduled it. Yeah. She was mm -hmm. on to you. So did she get on the app me. now? No. Oh, really? Okay. No. She just... Pushes it uh, on the screen. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, well, hold on. I need you to brace yourself. Why? For the temperature that we need to set it at in the summer. Uh-oh. 78. No. I cannot breathe even when I say this. Oh, it's in the 80s. It's 82 degrees. In the summer? 82. And when you're away from the house, summer or winter, if it's in the winter, they say bring it down somewhere between like 7 and 10 degrees. So maybe around... 56 to 58, something like that. When you're gone? When you're gone. And then when you get home, pop it up. Okay, in the summer, in the summer, uh huh. set it 10, 7 to 10 degrees. So it'll be in the 90s. 98, no, 92 degrees. You could be setting. I can't breathe. Here's what doesn't make sense. This has to be regional. Say, for instance, winter in Florida. You set it at 54, your air conditioner is going to be running a lot. Oh, you're going to burn it out. Right? <laughs> like a clutch. You're going to burn the <laughs> Like a clutch. <laughs> you're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. April was on this business trip, and when she got back to Chicago where she lived, her bag didn't arrive with her. I hate it when that happens. Yeah, she goes home. A week goes by. A month goes by. She didn't get it back for a month? Six months go by. Four years goes by. And oh it finally God. comes back to her. After four years? I wonder if she even forgot about the she, bag. I bet she forgot what was in <laughs> what it. What was in the bag, all oh that my. stuff. She learned that it took a trip to Central America. What? And what's crazy is that when they told her that her bag was has arrived at the airport, it's four years later, mind you, it came from Honduras. <laughs> so this bag went all over the place. Now, was she in Honduras? No. 
Oh, so she never went to Honduras? No. So it didn't even... It came from Honduras to her four years later. Well, I get it, but I mean... It was in Central America at one point. It was in Honduras at one point. This thing probably traveled the globe. They should have put stickers on it in every continent. (laughs) It's like, take me back over to my body, please. Right. Finally, it went back. She's going through. I don't know everything that was in the bag. I think there was some... I don't know. What do you call those oils? Essential oils? Oh, essential oils. So there's some essential oils that were in it and her clothes and all that stuff. She didn't sleep for four years because she didn't have her oils. Oh, that what they're used for to well, sleep? Well, some of them, yeah. Uh, so anyway. so nice, yeah. I just know you just put in this thing and steam comes out of the top of it. It's your <laughs> essential oil. But anyway, she said the bag was a little damaged. Everything on the inside was fine. The clothes are outdated. <laughs> Kinda. But you know, things do come back. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Something is wrong with this cat. This guy's cat, something's wrong with it. And it's like going berserk over one area in the house. And it's scratching at this carpet and making such a big mess. Then he starts to smell something. He goes, I better get somebody out here. I don't know what in the world's going on. And so a gas and plumbing engineer comes out. And goes to the place where he goes, okay, well, you, your cat, you said, was doing something weird. He's not a vet or anything. He goes, Could, can you show me where what your cat's doing? And so, lo and behold, there's the cat at the same spot and scratching at that spot. So he goes and gets underneath that spot. It was a gas line that was leaking. <gasps> and the cat sniffed it out. Yeah. without the, I mean, the owner didn't know why the cat was reacting the way that the cat was reacting. And so this guy at the gas and plumbing engineering company said, this cat saved your life. I hope you know this. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I guess it was such a small leak that this guy didn't notice anything different. But, you know, cats and dogs, animals have a higher sense of smell than we do. And But just amazing that it was trying to scratch to get to it. I mean, just think. It, it, there could be a space heater or a light switch that he could have flipped oh. on and the house could have gone. I don't even you want know? to think about something like that. And because the cat was reacting the way the cat was reacting and the owner's like, I better look into this. I don't know why, but I better look into this. And then the gas guy comes out. Well, you know what? That cat needs a little extra helping of Meow Mix. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. So here's this cat sniffs out a gas leak. In a house. Owner has no idea, but when the gas guy comes out, he's like, yeah, that's what the cat's doing. Wow. Saved his life. Saved your life. Incredible. So Lisa is here at 800-447-7234. What happened for you? We had a a problem at our house like that. We took in a um, border collie stray. We came home one day, and she had dug probably three, four feet down into our flower bed in our backyard. She was fenced in, and we were freaking out because we thought, what is wrong with this dog? And she actually heard the water leak. So when she got to, finally got to it, it started to bubble up and make a mud hole in our yard. We called the plumber to come out, and sure enough, there was a leak in that water main, and he told us, because we were on a slab foundation that, number one, it was great that it happened outside of the slab. But two, that she saved us about $600 because they would have had to bring out their materials to search for the leak, and they would have also had to dig up the leak. So all he had to do was fix the leak. Needless to say, she became our best friend after that. <laughs> You're listening to Robin Liz in the morning. On his radio. I think this is such a phenomenon Not only because it's the story of Jesus, but because it started as an app, Mm -hmm. you know, and then it just took off and became so viral 
that many millions started watching this and then it started showing up on streaming services. And then what was it over the Christmas holiday or November or something yeah, it was like that? It before Thanksgiving and uh, the the premiere episode of season three was in theaters and it was only going to be in there like one weekend and then it was so big they continued i think it was there three weeks. people are craving this well yeah. here's the news that just came out as a matter of fact this morning mm -hmm. that the chosen season three the season finale will be in theaters yeah seven and eight are the episodes that will be in theaters starting on uh, February 2nd. So on February 2nd, that's a Thursday, I believe, um, it's going to start in theaters. But if you think, well, I, I don't really want to go to the theater. I have it on my streaming. I want to see it there. They said that uh, season three finales will be on that Sunday, the 5th. So they'll delay it a little bit. Yeah. Well, okay. they say it's not being delayed, that it, it was originally planned to be out. So they're going like to give you that. a sneak peek in a theater. I guess so, yes. Okay. Yeah. I hope that there are people that go to the theater and go, Okay, maybe I should try that one. I see it up there. I do, too. And I hope that it's not just in theaters on the 2nd and 3rd, that Thursday and Friday of February. But so many people want to see it that they continue to keep it in theaters for a little more. For yeah. those that don't have that streaming service. The, more, the way the box office works, and I don't know if they plan to do this with this one, but the way the box office works, if it's great one weekend, yep. they extend it until people go... All right, enough. And from what I understand, because The Chosen did so well in theaters, Hollywood has kind of taken notice that we want more content like this. Right? Yeah. Faith-based? Right. Point well, the way to Jesus? They will sell some tickets if they give us the right product. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. There's been an uproar about this lately. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. This is like yesterday's news when it comes to the gas stoves, yeah. right? What was that last week or something, something like, like that? that? Yeah. Where they're saying there's going to be a ban on gas stoves. And what some people don't realize is that it's only a discussion right now. Right. And if it does happen, if that's a big if it does happen, that would be for future purchases. Right. And so people who have gas stoves, which they say is only 35% of the country. Mm -hmm. I thought more people had gas stoves. I did, too. I feel like most people I know have gas stoves. Like, you have gas stoves. No. Oh, never mind. I've never had a gas stove in my life, so I don't know any better. Why did I assume you had a gas stove? Because you think everybody's like you. You know, kind of. Why is that? <laughs> if you have a gas stove, everybody has a gas stove. I know I know Liz does, and she swears by cooking on a gas stove. Mm. Well, I guess I've gotten used to it, and I just it's been forever since I've had an electric stovetop. I couldn't tell you what the difference would be in cooking on one or the other. Because yeah. what we have, I mean, it, it works, it cooks, and it tastes great. Well, I don't think there's anything I don't wrong. Eat, let me clarify. I don't eat the gas, or don't eat our stove. Okay. No, you <laughs> Maybe with a little great. salt on 